Amazing Blue Nation, it's Tom Brady. I co-founded Autograph with one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. That's why I'm excited to announce the release of a new app that recognizes the biggest Michigan fans. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best Michigan content, fan challenges, and exclusive rewards for diehard Wolverines, all for doing the things you already do, like listening to this podcast. Head over to the Apple App Store and search for Autograph Rewarding Fans and download today. Hey, just like my good buddy Tom Brady just said, download the app Autograph Rewarding Fans. Use my code MFRANT and start getting rewarded today. All right, go blue. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Football Rant, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is a postseason hangout. That's right, guys. We're just going to go over some random shit here today because a lot of a lot of loose ends. We just don't know what's going on right now. And some things are annoying. Some things are up in the air. And just felt like I had to say a little something about a little bit of thing of everything, you know. So first, Jim Harbaugh's future, right? It seems like he's gone. Um, don't really know. Uh, at this point... I don't. I don't want to say I don't care because I would love to have him back. Also, if he chooses to leave, God bless him. I mean, he's done everything he needs to do. I mean, this isn't a a new or fresh take, but it's just how I feel. You know, I. But I just wish the decision comes soon because there's a lot of people coming for this for this university, and the more he's out there not making a decision, the more doubt that creates and that creates opportunities for, and I'll say SEC teams, to come in and try and pilfer our guys and get them, like, you know, through back channels. And now, obviously, they're the masters of being able to avoid NCAA gaze, so... They will say, perfect example, Marion Walker just transferred to Old Miss. Old Miss says, hey, are you friends with uh, Will Johnson or Donovan Edwards or uh, Mason Graham or whoever, right? Oh, you are? Oh, cool. You want to FaceTime him? Boom. Hey, but, you know, drop an offer. This person right here is interested in this. If you're interested in that and this X amount of money, hey, hit him up, that kind of thing. And if you do, we would appreciate you transferring, blah, blah, whatever. What, however the deals go down, that's how it goes down. So with him not making a decision, and I'm not trying to rush him. I'm just saying when you are as successful as Michigan has been over the last three years, Finishing it up with a national title, that creates a lot of havoc. That creates a lot of noise in other conferences, especially the SEC. When this was the first season, the SEC wasn't in the national title game for, what, nine straight years or something like that. I could be wrong on the amount of years, but still uh, quite a lengthy bit of time for the SEC to be in the national title and then for it not to makes all of them a little antsy, a little offended, a little everything. So with Harbaugh not making up his mind, taking his time, creates problems. Now with that, I would, I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't really know much about this, so maybe I shouldn't, but my opinion is we should just fire Ward Manuel anyways. From everything I hear, most of the things that are tripping up Harbaugh when it came to the, his signing his contract 
his contract extension was solely based on the fact that Ward Manuel was there and did not want he didn't want to have the power of getting fired in the hands of Ward Manuel. That's why he there's like a something in his in the clause that he wants in the contract that there if he is going to get fired or if there is for cause it's got to be done by a three person panel it just can't be in the hands of Ward Manuel. So if that's the case if Jim Harbaugh doesn't like Ward Manuel then fire him. Get rid of him. What do we care? I mean, he basically got all the credit that Jim Haslin did by just hiring by hiring uh Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I don't if our big time coach who loves Michigan more than anything wants this dude gone, he should be gone. Uh, maybe it, maybe that's foolish or ignorant of me, but the football team brings in the majority of all the money for all the athletics. Then you've got a dick face who is dicking around or messing around with Harbaugh making him feel uncomfortable. Well, if the head of the football team who brings in the majority of the football money or all the money for all the sports says, hey, I don't like this guy. He's messing with me and I might want to leave because of it. Get rid of him. It's pretty simple. I, I don't – what has Ward Emanuel done outside of – what, he gets credit for keeping Jim Harbaugh in 2020? Is that it? That's all he – is that – if that's all he's done, you know what I mean? Like, I don't – I don't get why we why we have to show loyalty to Ward Manuel. Harbaugh's done most of the heavy lifting here. Anyways, we'll move on from that. But because – the thing that annoys me with all this is this, that there are more and more reports or things coming out, opinion pieces mainly, saying that Michigan just can't keep up. Like Michigan's basically a one-and-done, uh, one-hit wonder because they don't recruit at the same level as the SEC. They don't because uh, they're always in the top 15 most most, AC, uh, most SEC schools that win national titles like Georgia, Alabama – even Old Miss, Texas A&M, all these teams are usually in the top five, top ten. And because of that, Michigan won't be able to, um, you know, hang with that. I don't necessarily agree with that because I think the way Harbaugh has shown, now I don't know if Harbaugh leaves, I don't know what coach we get and what his philosophy will be, but I think Michigan has been very smart in the Harbaugh era of grabbing kids out of the portal who fit fit their their ideals, their strategies, their their overall uh, mantra of the team, the team, the team, and then they develop the three and four star kids all the way up. I've said this numerous times, so we won't spend much time into that. That's why I think what Harbaugh's doing now, if we if he stays or if he whatever, we'll just say he's staying. Um, what he is, what he's doing, what he'll hopefully continue to do if he stays, is that. It's the overall the development of the player mixed in with transfer portal makes this something that can compete and something that is something that will beat the SEC. Also, you have to throw Herbert in there where you see these teams. Another thing I was going to say is I see all this uh, Ohio State. They're, they're, they're really recruiting and then getting these transfer portal players that are just tough, hard-nosed dudes. Okay, that's fine. Their defense was very hard nosed, whatever. But in my opinion, you don't recruit 
like recruiting and transfer portal isn't the only thing that creates toughness. It's the Jim Herbert, or I think I don't even I don't know if it's Jim. <laughs> Let's just say Herbert, the the strength and conditioning coach. I don't know if it's Jim. It's amazing. I can't even remember his name. Anyways, Ben Herbert. I whatever, <laughs> whatever. The the strength and conditioning guy. He has done such an amazing job creating toughness in these players, creating just not in their body, but mentally, just being able to try and trip them up daily, try to put them in different situations that makes them uncomfortable, makes them learn how to be uncomfortable and succeed in that. I mean, that creates real toughness. That creates mental toughness. And that's something you haven't seen in an Ohio State team in a very long time. When a team... When it comes when Ohio State in crunch time need to make plays, they most most time don't in the big plays. I mean the big games, you know, like against Georgia. Screwed that one up. Came back and then blew it in the fourth quarter. Same thing with Michigan. In the last three years, have blown it in the in the fourth quarter. When when it comes big games, when you come up against a team that matches you physically, you mentally break down. And that is an absolute staple of a Ryan Day team. He is not mentally tough. You can go after the physically tough kids, and that's fine. You're going to have a tough team. But if you do not somehow, some way instill mental toughness throughout your program, you are going to buckle and you won't you won't rise to the occasion on the biggest moments. And that's probably where you've seen the biggest uh jump for Michigan over the last couple of years is that that mental toughness just gets better and better and better. And that's why I think it is so great that we've kept so many players. I mean, we did lose, we are losing 19, 19 players into the NFL draft, 19. I don't know if all 19 will get drafted, but still we lost, we lost a lot, but the great thing is we have so many players returning next season. It just helps solidify that foundation of physical and mental toughness that we have already had and seem to have perfected, I guess, for at least one season. Because in the, if you think about it, in 2022, you saw JJ throw two pick sixes. You saw uh, defensive the, our defensive cornerbacks not cover well. You would see uh, on safety blitz against TCU the exchange of uh, the 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 exchange of players mix up between the safety and the and the cornerback or the cornerback and the safety or linebackers to defensive linemen or edge rushers or whatever, right? All the all the intricate things that go into playing defense for Michigan, you did not. You saw mistakes happen in the TCU game. Uh, you've seen it before, you know, and so it's just good to see that these players. There's a very good foundation of players coming back just to help the new players get better and become the new players that are going to become the old players that have that continue on the mental toughness and the physical toughness foundation that Michigan's already set. That's what I'm trying to say. A little bit confusing probably, but yet here we are. Um, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, 19 players are going, but what I really like is our defense is set. It really is set. Most of the, most of the question marks that we have on this team right now are solely offensive uh, holes, right? Now, listen, I'm just going to assume all these players that are currently on Michigan's team will stay on Michigan's team. The transfer portal, no one will leave. 
You know, none of the stars will leave. No pilfering from the SEC. None of that shit will happen. The Michigan is currently keeping the team as is. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hoping. And that's where I want to use this example and of the list of players that I have seen, right? Um, because, I mean, at every level, you have a player on defense. I mean, the defensive tackles. I mean, you have three of them. Graham, uh, Grant, and Benny. Uh, edge rushers, you've got Stewart and Moore. Linebackers, you have uh, Hausman and and Barnum. Um, cornerbacks, you, you got Will Johnson. Now that's what we got to figure out. Who's going to make that next step? Are you going to see like a DJ Waller? Are you going to see a McBurrows? Are you going to see so well, hell somebody from the transfer portal or hell even Christian Dixon? Right, Christian Dixon had that whole uh, tweet saying that he's switching sides. Well, let's see what he does. May, you know, maybe he's the next Mikey. Who knows? I mean, we definitely need someone to step up in that on that side. But that is the only question mark because then you look at safety. You've got you got Saab, you've got uh, Rod, and you have um, Page all coming back. And then even Zeke Barry still there, so you get to see him step up. Maybe he, I don't know, can he play corner? I don't know if he's fast enough or whatever. Maybe you see that. Maybe he plays the dime package like Mikey does. There's a lot of different things that they can do on defense. The defense is set, which is by far the most exciting thing. It makes me feel much, much better about whatever we do in uh, 2024. I mean, especially when you, you just have to be the top 12, you just have to get into the top 12. Currently, as I see it, this defense easily gets us into the playoffs. If our offense can just be mediocre, you know, you don't want them to be Iowa, right? You definitely don't want them to be Iowa, but if you can get them to be a Penn State level of Penn, of offense. We're in the playoffs. I mean, but we have the biggest question marks on offense, and I mean huge ones like quarterback, first and foremost, quarterback. I love Alex Orgy, but outside of one or two passes, can he pass the ball with, with uh, efficiency, with accuracy, or is he a more wild, less effective Joe Milton? You know, I would love I would love to see Alex Orgy back there tearing it up, kind of like a Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson. That would be fucking fantastic. I would love it. I mean, because you you wouldn't know what to do with him, just like how they didn't know what to do with JJ this year, and he provides a bigger body, so a little bit more um, durability throughout the season. So where JJ got hurt, maybe Alex doesn't. And I mean, you know, obvious for obvious reasons, the name is amazing. But still, you know, can he throw the ball? I don't know. And we have seen numerous subpar Michigan quarterbacks throughout Harbaugh's era, and whoever our new uh, quarter, our, our new head coach will be, if or when and if Harbaugh leaves, but. I would assume that position is probably going to go to a transfer kid, like a, a, a fifth-year senior or something like that that just has one more. And I would say, too, this also goes out uh, to any kid who's listening that is, wants to play for Michigan and you're a high-level player and you need something from the NCAA, like a uh, perfect example, uh, Talia 
a tongue of tongue of or whatever you know can't pronounce words what do you expect from me talia he he needed uh, a waiver to be signed, right, so he can have one more season of eligibility. Goes to the NCAA. Now, if the NCAA is trying to be pricks, they could be listening, hearing some of the talk about where this kid may want to go if, and it was, I guess, widely reported that Michigan was hot on this kid's, on this kid's radar, right? Well, why not just deny him? You can so back channel kind of screw up Michigan. You know what I mean? Like if you're really going to be pricks about it, and everything I've seen so far about the NCAA, wouldn't I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, so in their eyes, oh, we deny this kid. He can't really get mad at us because now he can go to the NFL, and we also get to fuck over Michigan from getting a great transfer quarterback to come in. So I would I would really if you ever need something and you're interested in playing for Michigan, do not let anybody don't let that news out. Keep that very very quiet if you're looking for a waiver to be signed from the NCAA. If you don't need the NCAA, promote away. But if you definitely need the NCAA to help you out for something, do not let them know you're going to Michigan. Because now let listen, is that true? Probably not. It's a low-key conspiracy theory that I just kind of makes sense to me since they hate Michigan so much. Why, Why? you know, you would think, why wouldn't they give Talia the waiver he needed? I'm sure there's probably more details soon. I haven't looked it up, but it just seemed weird. But anyways, running backs, I think we're fine. Uh From Benjamin Hall to Cabana, I mean, to the two obvious Mullings and Edwards. I mean, I really do think we're perfect there. Offensive line, this is going to be the second time in Harbaugh's um, era that we've had to replace a whole offensive line. And I would assume every one of those kids that goes to the NFL from our offensive line will get drafted. So we have a very – I mean, that – that is so amazing that a college can say that we've put not just one full offensive line that worked together for two years, three years together. We put all five of them into the NFL. We can say now we've put two, two solid, two solid offensive lines into the NFL. That's crazy. That is so. That I mean, we should be set for offensive linemen for the rest of our existence. So I would assume we have plenty. Plenty of offensive linemen that can step in and just uh, lead us into the next couple of years. I really do believe that. I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but I don't think we have any worry there. You may see another, maybe one or two more transfer portal guys come in because they love just to backfill that offensive line, which I'll be fine with. But I don't see that as a concern. Tight end, definitely not a concern. I mean, we've got Loveland and then whoever else. I mean, whoever else they can fit in there. We've got a few guys that uh, can really step up and do it. So Hogan and then this uh, Peffer, whatever. This new kid, this freshman coming in with the weird name. I can't even – Peffer form or something like that. I hear he's the real deal. I can't wait to see what's up with that. So a tight end, we're fine. Wide receiver, who knows what's going to go on with wide receiver. Wide receiver in Michigan is probably the most – who cares position in in Michigan? You know what I mean? Because I'll be honest, I feel we waste wide receivers at Michigan. You can be the most talented mother effer 
in the country. And you go to Michigan and you'll look uh, mild-mannered. You're just like, just ho-hum, middle of the road, who cares? Like, I lo- perfect example, Nico Collins. Nico Collins is finally tearing it up in the NFL because he got a quarterback who can actually throw him the ball, and that's a great compliment for me since it's C.J. Stroud. But he f- he finally has has a quarterback that can play the game, and he- you're seeing what talent Nico Collins has, and we wasted it at Michigan. Absolutely wasted it. So here, I just, I don't, I, I don't know if I, I don't even know if I care what we do as wide receiver. I want them to be effective. I mean, if we can get like three little Samaj Morgans running around, I, I think that would be fine. I think that'd be good enough because I, I, I just fear. I mean, look, we lost Darius Clemens. Now, I don't know if that was because he's not a, a team, the team, the team type of guy. I, I don't know him, so I can't say. Uh, but big, I, I would assume fast, good hands. I don't know if he could run routes to save his life, but still, what you can, what would you would consider as a, a prototypical wide receiver leaves. Um, we just don't you. I mean, we don't utilize Dick for wide receivers. So, whatever we keep. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I I definitely want to see what Samaj Morgan does. Um, Fred Moore, I I think he could be something. Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know what we have at wide receiver. Tyler Morris, okay, sure, I guess. But, I mean, he just came on late at the end of the season. I mean, I love Roman Wilson to death, but what did he do? You know, he was a great slot he was a great slot receiver and I think he'll be really good in the NFL. I think he's a talent. I'm not trying to shit on that at all. I think he's amazing. But I but could he have been 10 times better somewhere else? Probably. You know, probably a team that focuses on their wide receivers. So, if Harbaugh leaves, does the wide receiver then become a a uh, focal point of the offense? I don't know. See, that's another reason why I want Harbaugh to hurry up and make up his freaking mind. So this way, the team 2024 can now start deciding what it's going to be offensively. You know, whatever that identity is. Now, I would assume it's going to be um, Sharon Moore. I mean, I would hope so. I love the guy. I think he's I think he's smart. I think he's getting better and better at offensive play calling as the years go along. And you can see the progression in 2021. You can see that he, you know, it was mainly the Josh Gaddis show, but you can tell that he had learned, he take he has taken the best parts of Gaddis and brought that along. And then you can see what he's he did in 2022 with Matt Weiss, computer crime expert over there. Whoever knows what he learned from Matt Weiss, whatever he gleaned from that, and then in twenty twenty three, he really did. You can see the you can see the improvement. So I'm very excited to see what he'll do next season. But I don't. I would. I just want to know. I think this team deserves to start making plans for the future. I mean, for God's sakes, they've got they got spring practice coming up in March. It would be February, but I mean, if Harbaugh stays true to his word and if they hire Sharon Moore, I'm sure they'll still stay with that month off, you know, and start in March. So, I mean, this team needs to make up what it's going to be offensively. 
So, yeah, if you go get a new coach, well, then he's going to need time to figure out what he's got to get before that second transfer portal opens up. So, yeah, I would love to see this Harbaugh thing come to a close pretty quickly. I will support him in, no, in anything he decides to do. God bless that man. For everything that we as a fan base said about him uh, in 2022 and, ev- I mean, everything he's gone through. I, God bless that man. God bless him. I, I, I am a huge Harbaugh supporter. I know I was one of the biggest ones that wanted him out uh, in 2020. But, listen, I mean – he, he he like there's a lot of evidence saying that he should have been fired but you know he did the work he made the changes and god bless it man you you got to you got to support that kind of stuff that kind of focus that kind of being able at his age to say you know what i'm doing this wrong i need to get or this new way i got i got misled i need to get back to what i do i mean it's it's impressive so I, i'm with it um i just I don't know. I'm very excited about what next season can be. I'm very excited too because it's a 12 team playoff. What does that, uh, you know, what is that going to look like? That's going to be crazy. 2024 potentially could be one of the most exciting college football seasons in a very, very long time. And I am here for it. I cannot wait to see it. I think Michigan maybe loses one, um, one game, maybe two. Uh, I don't know. The Oregon game has me interested. Uh, Texas uh, and Ohio, obviously, right? I haven't really looked over the 2024 uh, season that like that well, but just pulling it out, I think those are the three games that stuck out to me. USC, great offense, not great defense. Uh, we have a great defense. We still will have a great defense, and that's why I feel pretty good about the season as a whole because we have such an amazing defense we probably have the two best defensive tackles in college football and that's a problem for everyone because the best way to get to a quarterback is straightforward rush and those two big boys can do it better than anyone so I'm very excited and then you mix Derek Moore and Josiah Stewart in there holy crap that is an amazing defensive line once again and then Rashad Betty, come on, man. We're just we're just just better and better. And then that big boy Waffle or Wafle or whatever, that freshman, holy shit. He gets a chance to play. Forget it, dude. Forget it. It's 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 gonna be a great season next year. I'm very excited, but I'm more I'm I am gonna be focused on that transfer portal that's that's gonna open up, I think, um in March, I think, or February and March, I believe. That's when the second one opens. I can't wait to see what happens there. That's when that's when you really get to see what the offense could could potentially be. Very excited. Um, but yeah, I think we should be very excited about this coming up season. You know, uh, if we don't lose anybody because the SEC, you know, uh, steals them from us with a ton of money. But then again, if that's the case, then you really know they're not about what Michigan holds dear, right? And that's why I don't think Edwards or Johnson will leave because they really do believe it's the team, the team, the team. And let's face it, they're going to get paid regardless when they go to the league. So I I don't see them falling for it. 
I, it's not shocking that Amarion Walker did it. I'm not making any comments on who he is as a person, but, you know, he didn't play that much this year. He, his future probably, even though I thought it was probably going to be bright this year, this year was 2024 is probably going to be the season he would make big jumps to be that that cornerback number two. But, you know, if you if you don't buy in, if you don't buy in fully, you can be swayed. So that doesn't kind of that doesn't shock me. What does shock me though before we leave, Darius Darius Clemens signed with or transferred to Oregon State. Now I haven't done much. Uh, I haven't paid attention much to Oregon State, other than I know their head coach is now the head coach for Michigan State. They're they lost both starting quarterbacks. DJ is now at Florida State, and the other kid is at Michigan State. What a way to waste your career. Uh, so you're going to a college that lost both its quarterbacks and its head coach. So maybe, I guess he what. Maybe he's not as good as I thought he probably could have been. I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe he knows there's another coach coming in, or maybe they already have another coach I don't know about. So that just seemed very odd to me that he would make that choice. Um, but I will definitely be paying attention to that. That That is going to be one of the players. He's going to be one of the players I pay attention to, especially Walker at Ole Miss, too. That's going to be another one. I'm very curious to see if he even gets into the starting lineup. Um, I don't know. He probably is. He's got a lot of raw talent. I mean, the kid looked freakishly athletic, so we'll see what happens. Um, but, guys, this is great. This more than likely won't be the last episode of the season. I mean, I'll, I'll anything interesting happens, anything annoys me, I will continue to make episodes about. So, um, obviously, it's not going to be two to three a week, you know, because I doubt there's going to be that much going on. But if there is, hey. You never know. I'll be putting them out there. So I say keep an eye out. Once again, guys, I can't thank you enough for the amazing season that you that you gave me here. Like the followership, the the absolute well wishes, the I mean, the great conversations, all the things that we've had over just the the six years I think I've been doing this. It's just been so amazing to watch the 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 show just start to really climb and into numbers that uh, I've been very impressed with and things that I, I don't think, I don't know. I, maybe there are other independent uh, Michigan podcasts that are doing it. Um, but I'm doing it away from Michigan. I don't live in Michigan. I live far away from there. I'm not plugged into the school. You know, I don't. And for me to see the numbers that I'm doing, I just I'm very happy. And I just thank you guys for everything. Um, so it is great. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.